Hi, welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. The Landscape is presented with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. Find out more by visiting deltadentaloh.com. Eliminating climate pollution across every sector of the economy in the next quarter of a century after two centuries of dependence on fossil fuels is going to be quite the challenge. But experts say it's one we need to meet if we want to reach this goal of net zero emissions by 2050. So how do we reach that mark? A Northeast Ohio-based company is working to provide solutions to that question, but they're going to do it without the use of chemicals. In fact, they say their approach will not only help decarbonize the environment, they'll be able to do it while helping companies improve their profitability. How does that all work? Well, we're glad to be joined by Andy Lefkowitz. He's the chairman and CEO of Locust Fermentation Solutions. Andy, thanks for being with us today. Daniel, thanks for having me. You describe the company as a green tech company that provides biological alternatives to chemicals that advance decarbonization goals. So what are some of the technologies you're employing to do this? You know, we use non-GMO microorganisms, very safe organisms that occur naturally in nature uh, that produce biochemicals. And wherever there's a, a, a petroleum-based chemical, there's a biological chemical that can, be, can replace it. And it's our belief uh, and our clients' beliefs that our technology can be used to uh, solve problems in a, in a broad range of industries uh, with products that have a green stamp on them. And not, and you know, there's this greenwashing area that we can talk a little bit about as well. But um, you know, our focus is we talk to our clients about replacing chemicals in a way that allows them to make more money and, by the way, helps them accelerate their achievement of their ESG goals, their decarbonization goals. Because everybody says, we're going to be you know, carbon neutral by 2030 or we're going to be carbon neutral by 2040. But they don't necessarily have a way of getting there. And we believe we have a way to, to accelerate that. Over the years, has this been one of the things that's held back this kind of technology and because it just costs a lot? I mean, companies are reluctant to invest because it's going to be a sizable investment? I think there was the, the cost aspect, but I think it was really more the efficacy. Like, does, does this really work? You know, people's eyes glaze over when you say, oh, I'm a green tech company and I've got a solution for you. And, they, you know, I've seen that, done that. It, it doesn't work or it costs too much. Um, so I think there was, you know, we had to get over that um, pre-existing experience that people had with green technologies. What are some of the industries that you you really focus on? So in the, in the oil industry, we have um, material that we put down oil wells that allows 30%, 40% more oil to come out of the ground. Now, people might say, well, you know, how is that green? Well, the reason it's green is because, number one, you're using a green ingredient that, you know, biodegrades in, in days instead of hundreds of years. Uh, and second, it al allows for the reduction to elimination of fracking. And fracking is a tremendous uh, burden on the environment. So by doing it with our technology, we can allow co customers to make the claim that they're using low carbon oil. So they're using oil that has a, call it a 20 to 50% lower burden on the economy than traditionally uh, sourced oil. So that's, so now take that to the, to the end user. Uh, if you're a, a uh, call it a, a cruise line or you're an airline, 
and you want to reduce your carbon foot, footprint, they typically do something called uh, offsets, which means they plant trees in Brazil. Whereas we have something called insets, which allows them to reduce the carbon footprint of the essence of their, of their business. The same thing in, in the mining industry. Um, if you can pull more oil out of rock, you can pull more ore out of rock. So we're focused right now on the electrification mineral, minerals, specifically copper, which is um, in short supply based on what's going to be needed over the next few years. So if you can pull more copper out of rock and you don't have to grind the rock down to as fine of, of, a, of a powder, then you're using less electricity to produce that copper. So not only are you producing more of an electrification mineral, but you're doing so in a way that has a lower carbon footprint than traditionally sourced copper. So those are two industrial applications. I think the one that would be most interesting to, to most folks is what we're doing in agriculture. So we have a combination of ingredients that does increase the yield of almost any crop. Uh, and so we're making more money for the, for the farmers. Uh, they also have seen the ability to use less water and uh, less fertilizer. But in addition, what we're doing is we're sequestering carbon, call it two tons an acre. And there's 90 million acres of corn in the United States. So, you know, that adds up pretty quickly. And we think our some upgrades to our technology is going to allow us to do even, even better for the environment. But that sequestering of tar carbon allows the farmers to sell carbon credits. So, again, they're making more money and the carbon credits are being used uh, and ultimately will be used by companies that are in, the, you know, the food and beverage space. Everybody from restaurant chains to uh, consumer packaged goods companies to grocers like Walmart and Kroger. Obviously, Andy, investors believe in what you are doing. They, you just received $117 million in financing arranged by Jefferies to bring the yep. company's total some $250 million since your founding. What will this new financing enable Locus to do? Primarily, it's designed to increase the capacity uh, of our uh, company to serve the, the uh, demand for our technology. We just we went from having 50,000 square feet of office and production space in Solon, Ohio. Uh, we just added another 100,000 square feet uh, that we're outfitting right now. We'll probably be doubling that again in the next uh, year or so. So it's really just the demand for our, our technology is increasing and we need to keep pace. Does that mean additional employees as well? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, across a lot of different areas. We, we've filed over 1,300 patents. Um, so there's a, there's a heavy scientific bent to what we do. So we need scientists. Uh, we need business people uh, because we're in a lot of different industries. And then we got to, you know, build facilities. And then we got to operate those facilities. So 1,300 patents is a lot. How did you build that up over a decade? Part of it is the idea that, you know, wherever there's a chemical, there's a biochemical. So it's easy for us to kind of look around and, and see where we might go. But there's also um, mechanisms of action that go across industries. So, for instance, the initial patents we filed on in the oil industry allowed us to file 
patents in the mining industry because again you know taking oil out of rock is similar to taking ore out of rock so once you find a mechanism of action that works um, you can take it from industry to industry and file patents you know based on on that approach what kind of research and development staff do you have well we have a an, someone who heads r d for us and then we have research scientists at the uh, at the holding company the main company here in solon uh, but then we have scientists um, Houston, uh, that work in the oil and mining industry. We have scientists in, um, our industrial ingredients group, um, which is based in Richmond, Virginia. And then we have scientists that we use on a contract basis, um, really all over the United States and even globally. I would imagine they're excited to work on a project like this that would benefit the environment in this kind of way. Yeah, I, I think everybody wants to get up on, on the right side of history. And we're doing we're doing what's right uh, in in a way that um, that people appreciate. This episode of the landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio, with offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Dublin. Delta Dental of Ohio is proud to be an industry leader in dental benefits. Together with our customers, providers, and employees, we build a higher standard of oral health care in our communities, and we are more than dental. At Delta Dental of Ohio, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, and changemakers who are committed to improving the health and well-being of all Buckeyes. Together, we are building healthy, smart, vibrant communities for all. Andy Lefkowitz joins us today. He's the chairman and CEO of Locust Fermentation Solutions. He joins us today for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Andy, you said the company is accelerating the pivotal role customizing biologicals can play in advancing this decarbonization and ESG goals for your clients. That's mm-hmm. a hot button issue. People talk about ESG all the time. Um, right. Does it change the, the nature of the market you're trying to serve? That is the market we're, we're serving. And, okay. you know, in a, in a perfect world, uh, we're probably not uh, the company that should be talking directly to farmers, directly to companies that own uh, oil wells directly to the companies that own mines. Um, so what we try to do is is partner with large distributors that have long-standing, trusted relationships with the ultimate end users. So, for instance, right now we have a global exclusive with Dow Chemical uh, for personal care and home care. So uh, all the the ingredients that go into shampoos and conditioners and cosmetics. On the personal care side, and then on the home care side, it's it's all the the products that you normally think of for cleaning. And so we, and then we just joined venture to we with a company in in France uh, that's one of I think probably the largest water uh, treatment company in the world, uh, Suez. Uh, and so you know again, what we want to do is we want to find those kind of companies that we can partner with. How much advances in science? I mean, this sounds so fascinating. Is this a fairly recent development, this, this notion of what you're able to do with biological alternatives? Um, I think there's a couple of, you know, very, it's like a handful of companies that have been thinking about this for, you know, more than just the, the last few years. Uh, when we started this company back in 2013, 2014, um, we brought in scientists who really were in stealth mode. Um, they didn't have business cards. We didn't have a website. Uh, we did research. We found organisms. We filed patents on the organisms themselves and then how we ferment them. Um, so we were we were an early adopter to, to this 
way of thinking about business, uh, which you know, again gives us a, a big a big advantage from an IP perspective because we've got patents uh, around patents, moats around moats uh, in most of the industries that we're we're in. Now you've obviously raised some capital. Do you have plans to try to raise additional capital? Some timelines for that? Yes, we are right now. Um, finalizing an agreement with Jefferies to raise another $100 million plus dollars to, again, build more capacity. When you describe this, I guess I didn't realize, I mean, you were really touching on a lot of areas. I thought, okay, sure, oil and gas and, you know, farming, but this really mm-hmm. extends into all parts of our lives. I didn't realize it was so vast. Yeah, I'll give you an, another interesting example. Um, the A lot of uh, commotion has been made about the fact that, that cattle produce methane and that methane is one of the leading causes of uh, you know greenhouse gas emissions and we found an, an organism that helps the uh, the farmers grow the cattle more efficiently so more dairy or more beef um, but also reduce methane emissions by more than what we from what we can tell any other company and so what does that mean it, it it's nice that we have lower methane emissions, but what you're going to see in the stores eventually is dairy products and meat products that will have a, a uh, some kind of advertising claim around them that this you know glass of milk or or this hamburger uh, was produced uh, with a lower carbon footprint or reduced greenhouse gases. So everything that we eat, everything that uh, you know that comes out of a crop, uh, what we put on our bodies, um, from the personal care perspective, it, it really touches our lives, you know, every single day. Andy, science is not my strong suit, so I'm curious to ask you. You're a former lawyer. How did you end up in this business? Right. I worked for started out my career at Jones Day here in Cleveland. I have an accounting degree from Miami of Ohio and a law degree from Case Western Reserve, and worked in corporate securities for Jones Day, and then a large firm in New York. And uh, it was really just, uh, you know, one of those coincidence things. I, I met a, a scientist uh, who said, uh, you know, I'm starting a business, but I think I have partners who are, you know, cheating me. And I said, eh, everybody thinks their partners are cheating them. <laughs> and, but the fact of the matter was uh, they were cheating them and they had committed uh, felonies. And so I kind of came in and um, got them out of the business and said, okay, well, go, you know, go ahead and build your business. Um, and uh, he said, well, why don't you come, up, come along and, you know, partner with me. And I did some due diligence on the three patents that he filed and the, the, the science and decided that it was something that, uh, you know, was, was worth working on. And that started with a company called Ghanaian Biotech, uh, which probably the only biotech company that's ever moved from uh, San Diego to Cleveland. Uh, which we did uh, about 20 years ago, and we had, we built uh, a brand of probiotics that's still in every drugstore in the United States today under the Sustenex or Digestive Advantage brand. Uh, we sold that to Texas Pacific Group, a large private equity firm out in California, and then we went into the food and beverage business, uh, both for humans and companion animals, producing probiotic ingredients. And when we sold the business in 2017. We were in 800 products in 65 countries. Uh, so, uh, and we sold that to uh, Cary Group, a large food and beverage company out of Ireland. Finally, most of us go to work every day. I have a job, but it doesn't really, I don't get to help save the environment very much, I guess. But how satisfying is this to be involved in a project where you're really doing something that's going to help everybody in many respects? 
I appreciate what we're doing for the environment. I do. I think from a personal standpoint, when we started this business, my interest was in health. My family, the scourge of my family is, is cancer. And I believe, and many people believe, that a lot of cancers are caused by exposure to chemicals and uh, the treatment or how we grow the food we eat. And so I thought if there was a way to reduce chemicals in agriculture, reduce chemicals in growing of, of uh, the animals that are the protein we, that we eat, um, that that would be something that I could get excited about and be passionate about, and, and I am. Andy Lefkowitz, thanks for joining us today and sharing some information about Locust Fermentation Solutions. Sounds like you're doing good work for everyone. We're glad you could join us today. Thanks so much for having me. Andy Lefkowitz is the chairman and CEO of Locust Fermentation Solutions. He joined us today for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. We are presented with support of Delta Dental of Ohio. Find out more, just visit deltadentaloh.com. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk again soon. Bye.